like I said, we'll uh, we'll probably hear about it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> if not, you know, uh, I'm whatever. totally sure. Whatever. Welcome to the Greatest Lists podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Greatest List. I'm Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me as always is my co-host Jason. Hey, Eric. How's it going, man? Glad to be here, man. Uh, our first season of The Greatest List is focusing on the top 50 soundtrack songs from the 80s. So just to remind you of the rules, to qualify for this list, a song has to be on the actual movie soundtrack. Uh, there are several songs in the 80s that everyone thought were on a soundtrack, but they really weren't. Mm-hmm. They were just part of the movie. Uh, right. So those won't qualify for our list. And again, these songs are our personal favorites and choices. Um, there was no scientific ranking or method of selection. Uh, if one of your songs fails to make the list, don't worry. We'll uh, put a list together at the end of the countdown that uh, mm-hmm. lists off all the honorable mentions that we forgot to mention. So, without further ado, number 49 on our greatest list countdown of the top 50 80s movie soundtrack song is uh, Heavy Metal by Sammy Hagar. Yes. By the numbers. So the song was originally released on the soundtrack of the animated movie by the same name, of course, Heavy Metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but oddly enough, this song is not the main theme of the song, of the movie, I'm sorry. There's another song on the soundtrack called Heavy Metal, Taking a Ride by a guy named Don Felder. That is the actual main theme of the song, yeah. of, the, of the movie. Um, and if you've heard that version, of of heavy metal which i encourage you not to do because it's not a very good song (laughs) um you would you would probably agree that sammy's song should probably be the main theme Um, i'll i'll take that stance yeah yeah, i'm behind you on that one it's uh it's um the soundtrack itself is not so much heavy metal it's uh it's 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 very (laughs) 70s hard rock and i think uh black sabbath is on there yeah um some other you know it's, it's not really heavy metal um, and I think, honestly, in my opinion, Sammy's song is the, the, the heaviest song on there. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty good. I When you first chose the song, I was thinking you were talking about the Don Felder song. Really? But yeah, I, I don't know why, but then I was like, oh, no, this is the Sammy song. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, well um, done. <laughs> so at, at, the, <laughs> at the time, Sammy was really kind of an unknown quantity. He had been uh, the lead singer for a band called Montrose. Um, and so this was him. He was, he had, at, the, at this point, I think he'd had like five solo albums. Nothing had really stuck. And this was one of the first things that really put him on the map. Um, the song didn't chart at all. So there's no, there's no numbers to speak of. Um, it was just, it was just mm-hmm. his, his contribution to, uh, to the soundtrack. Uh, the song did make it onto his next album, Standing Hampton, which is probably uh, one of his biggest uh, solo albums before uh, VOA, which, you know, that includes uh, I Can't Drive 55. I Can't Drive, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so really the Venn diagram for this song is people who like that movie and people who are huge Sammy Hagar fans. Not a, <laughs> lo- not a lot of people have heard this, have heard this song. Let's get personal. 
So let me start by saying that there were two movies in 82 and 83 that I had no business watching as a 12 year um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The first one was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, oh the gosh, second, yeah. Yeah, and the second one is Heavy Metal. Um, it's just it's a it's just a horrible movie in every sense of the word. Uh, <laughs> the story, the dialogue, the animation, everything about it. And it, it, it got an R rating uh, just for the sheer amount of nudity and sex that it contained. But it's the first time I ever heard Sammy Hagar. Mm -hmm. And um, and I just became a huge Sammy Hagar fan after that. Yeah, I had not watched the movie until probably, if I had to pinpoint it, probably 1995. Wow. And that was when I'm between high school and college. I took a year off and uh, a lot of tapes at the rental store <laughs> downtown became <laughs> available to me. I'm, yeah. I'm talking, you know, all the R-rated movies. Yeah. So. I was just going down rows of shelves printing <laughs> movies <laughs> that just awesome. are now available to me. And I didn't care. And I was still living it with my mom. So uh, <laughs> I just kind of did not care at that point. But yeah, that was probably the first time I watched heavy metal and probably around that same time was fast, fast times at Rinjimon High. So yeah, we had uh, we had neighbors that were stealing HBO like they had one of those D scramblers. Uh huh. And uh, that's how I saw both those movies. So, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like I, I actually got into the theater and saw either one of those movies. But yeah, uh, at, as a 12 or 13 year old, I had no business watching those movies. But that's how I saw them. So. <laughs> now, see, but, uh, I, I've got a, a, a similar situation, but it wasn't R-rated movies. So I remember kind of in the mid 80s, and we'll get to it actually uh, in the countdown, but I, my neighbors had hbo and i would call down to the house and ask mom and dad hey can i watch this movie hey can i watch this movie mm -hmm. and those movies were like uh james bond a view to a kill and uh peggy sue got married stuff like that wow. so pg still pg and pg 13 stuff at the time yeah nothing r no. you know but no, i would uh i would spend the night with my friend and we would watch the like they you know they came on late at night on, yeah. you know, on hbo and we would sneak into the living room and watch them and so that was your was that your first r-rated uh actually no <laughs> my first r-rated movie my dad took me to see conan the barbarian at the drive-in one night. oh wow oh, yeah wow. that was my first r-rated and that's you know it was just, just as 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 inappropriate for a, you know, an 11 year old as <laughs> I think my first R rated movies were rented uh, by my neighbor's dad and I went up there it was a weekend he rented uh, Predator and he oh, rented nice. Major League ah. I think both of those were my first ones yeah. and that was probably you know 1989 yeah. when I watched those so that's funny so Sammy co-wrote this song with a guy named Jim Peterick, who is from the band Survivor. Um, oh. He, he co-wrote this. He also, uh, Jim Peterick co-wrote this. He also wrote uh, Hold On Loosely by 38 Special. Mm -hmm. um, and he also wrote a little ditty you may have heard of called Eye of the Tiger. Uh. So he's got some, uh, he's got some songwriting chops. Absolutely, For man. sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Big ones um, there. Yeah. During the uh, songwriting session, uh, Hager... And Peter came up with the idea of two metalheads attending a rock show in the moment of anticipation when the bands are getting ready to come on stage. And um, at the time when I heard the song, I didn't really, I mean, I, 
looking back now, I would never have identified with that. But, you know, a few years later when I, you know, got to be 15, 16 and on up and I was going to all kinds of shows, I fully understand that analogy of waiting for, you know, when the lights go down and the band's yeah. getting ready to come on stage. Uh, yeah, I totally identify with that. Um, the funny part is both of them said that uh, when they were writing the song, they had no idea what the movie was really about. <laughs> um, and then they okay. um, they saw the, the finished product and they were both a little shocked at what the, what the movie actually was. I think everybody was shocked, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think we all were still shocked to this day. But uh, um, Sammy said that he knew that it was animated, but he had no idea what it was. And he said that he, he walked out of the theater um, yeah, just not knowing what he saw. <laughs> so, well, I enjoy the song. It's got an awesome guitar hook, just right from the get-go. Yes, uh, I like the tempo change for, for the, the chorus. chorus. Yeah. yeah, I mean it, that's so great. Some just classic Sammy vocals there. Yeah, and he's got that awesome scream right yeah. into the bridge. When he was younger, he uh, he had such a strong voice. I mean, so you know he could. Hit a really high register and, and could sing, could scream a lot of stuff and make it sound like he was singing. You know, and it's it's a lot for me to say that because I'm a David Lee Roth fan, but <laughs> I I can appreciate I can appreciate Sammy's vocals. Uh, he because he can wail, and oh yeah, just that scream on the bridge, and then there's a real nice high tempo with that face melting guitar solo in the yes. middle of the song. Yeah, and I like that it stays at that tempo when the chorus comes back in, and then. It almost sounds like I, maybe you can uh, maybe you hear it, but it sounds like there's like a talk box on the guitar at the end. There's like some crazy yeah, sound there effects is, going there's on. There's a there. there's a, a, a vocoder at the end on on the on on, on the guitar. It's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. The breakdown. So that age for me, you know, at twelve or thirteen, was incredible. Was just incredibly formative time for me, music wise, and apparently mm -hmm. mo apparently movie wise too, from what I was watching, um, and. <laughs> You know, this movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, even the, the movie Valley Girls, um, which looking back now that, you know, we've we've made our list, I cannot believe that that uh, there's a song from Valley Girls and a song from Fast Times that I just I can't believe I didn't add to our list that, that somehow they fell off. I don't know how I missed those. Uh, but this is one song that I remember vividly from that time is is heavy metal. Um, and so that's why I thought it deserved a spot on the list. Good choice. So just a reminder, if you have Spotify Premium, uh, stay tuned to hear the song in its entirety at the end of the show. If you're a Spotify free user, you'll hear a snippet of, of the song that will make you want to go out and hear the entire song. But if you're listening outside of Spotify, there's a tool called Song Whip. Uh, that'll be, the link will be in the show notes, which is a great free service that will connect you with all the songs in your favorite music apps, which I had no idea that that existed. And that's, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Very um, great service. Yeah. So uh, give Heavy Metal a listen today and give us your thoughts on social media. On Twitter, I'm Eric underscore Vardaman. Uh, and uh, Jason is at RDS80s. So uh, Jason, we're back at the helm for number 48. Mm -hmm. But for now, enjoy Heavy Metal by Sammy Hagar. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.